small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to the most exciting bonus episode of A Village in Crisis, um, one that, quite frankly, me and Lee are not qualified to host, uh, but we're going to plough on anyway. Um, the eagle-eyed among you will have noticed that the name of this week's episode uh, relates to a certain investigative journalist, Holly Ryder, of the Bishop Stortford Independent. Um, she's coming on. Lee, what are your thoughts on this episode? Um, no different to any other for me, really. No? Um, I think we've got to get used to having guests on eventually. We will be people will be reaching out to us in the near future, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm slightly excited. To have yeah. Ryder on, put a face to the name. Hope it yeah. doesn't disappoint. In what sense? Holly Ryder sounds kind of sexy. The name. Okay. Just to, to my ears, in my mind, to say it out loud. Okay. Holly Ryder. Um, I'm hoping that the face matches the sexiness of the name. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not hoping. I don't care either way. It makes a difference what she has to say. Do I need to ask you to behave yourself on this episode? No. Do I need to ask you to be more interesting and funny? <laughs> not possible <laughs> oh you've peaked you've, you've hit your ceiling <laughs> um is this going to be the big break that catapults this podcast into the next stratosphere i wish you would just get on with it and and just enjoy the process rather than just aiming for this one platform this one i don't know what it is your how even to describe it you're enjoy the process enjoy the journey like what what is it that you want what 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 do you think the process is just us doing this and enjoying it having fun okay. if, we enjoy, if we stand where if we dig where we're stood successful we will find success if we yeah give me that yeah. chinese proverb again if you dig where you um stand yeah then success will be found if you dig where you stand you're standing in a hole i'll tell you what neil have you seen that picture of a man digging and he's going down 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 mm. and he he basically gives up no he moves across he stops digging down he moves across and he finds himself a little diamond and he's so happy if he'd carried on digging further down, just a little bit further, if he hadn't given up and accepted the sideways success, he would have found a gigantic diamond. Right. And at the moment, I find that you're, I want to just keep digging down to find that gigantic diamond. You are all over the place. You're not even going sideways. You are scattergunning. And I'd just like you to... We get successful, we get famous, and you won't in, won't have enjoyed it. 
Um, if this podcast ever gets, I mean, what is success? But if this podcast ever gets commercial success, it will be down to my efforts. <laughs> no one's denying the work that you put in behind the oh. scenes but i can guarantee that if we get to a certain amount of listeners that job will t- be taken off your hands oh i i, I totally agree but and how then, do you get then, to how do you and then, get to that then, up, up, you won't have been the architect of the commercial success you would have just been a stepping stone to take us there. They may even decide that they don't need you. But they want to find me a better partner. And then you'll just be like the sixth beetle that no one knows the name of. That would be sad. It would be um, terrible. I wouldn't let them do that to you. I'd let I'd at least have you on once a month as a special yeah. guest. Oh, that'd be nice. What would I talk about? Your new podcast. That, that I'm desperately trying to get popular. Hamlet in crisis. Yeah, by by doing work behind the scenes <laughs> to try and promote uh, contacting people left, you look right, nervous. centre. You look so nervous. You can't focus. Your your eyes are all over the place. I've seen you looking like this before. Usually we're in a nightclub. I'm calm as calm can be. But perhaps yeah. the only nerves I've got is that I know I'm going to have to babysit you throughout this. Like keep you on a tight on a tight lead you only say that's such an easy attack to make but yet possibly true do you want to hear a a little thread that i saw in the next village that i think you might like we're not going to go into the comments on it but just the just the post itself i think you might Mm. like Mm. hit me if your delinquent teenager is currently at the wreck would you mind awfully teaching them some manners I don't appreciate being called fatty or fat cunt with conkers thrown at me or my dog. I know I'm overweight and I'm doing my best to slim down. Unfortunately, the life-saving medication I take means the weight is lost very slowly. Mm. I mean, I know I'm not supposed to laugh. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> made me piss myself that place. <laughs> She shared a lot there, didn't she? You've gone. You are a delinquent. If you've got to the point where you're with some mates and you're throwing conkers at someone and calling them a fat cunt, yeah. you've got no boundaries. <laughs> you've not been taught any <laughs> social skills. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 not far off Borstal there, mate. Yeah, because I don't think any kind of quiet word in the ear is going to Bring that one back. Um, disagree. I'll tell you a little story about conquer throwing. I, when I was like <laughs> nine, I think it was, Yeah. me and my brother, we got a big bin bag of conkers and we climbed up a tree and there was a dual carriageway uh, behind the field where we used to live uh, called Portman Road, just outside right. Reading, or in Reading, but outside the city centre. And... Um, we climbed up into the tree of our bag of congas and we thought throwing congas at cars as they drove past at 70 mile an hour was fun. Right. And then we cracked a windscreen and the bloke uh, smashed on his brakes at high speed and uh, chased us across the field. Right. 
how collectively stupid were you and your brother like, at this age? Well, you're nine. We just thought it was fun. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the guy, the guy is set foot after you. After yeah. Dumb and he, dumber. <laughs> <laughs> and he he caught us both. Right. Um, and he had us up against the wall. And he said he was a copper. I'm not sure that was true. But in all fairness to him, he gave us a fucking bollocking. Yeah. He didn't hit hit us or anything, which. It would have been well within his right to do so. And all he said was, I'm trusting you to go home and tell your mum about this. And let's go. And uh, was his trust founded or unfounded? Very much unfounded. (laughs) But, okay. So bringing back, coming back to your point that before you started this story, you said, well, actually, you know, Mm. you might be wrong on that. You haven't demonstrated. Did you go back into the trees and throw more conkers at anyone? No, 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 no. Ah, that never okay. Again. Oh, we learned our lesson. Well, I learned. I can't speak for my brother, but I learned my lesson. Yeah. Some people don't. They go on like bridges and chuck paving slabs and stuff and bricks off and onto. That onto is traffic. Attempted murder, or at least. I'd say so. What was described as willful manslaughter or something like that. Right. That's it's proper. Not, I mean, you're out of time. I don't know if we knew any better. Um, I didn't. I don't think I went up there thinking I'm going to cause a crash. Right. I just thought it'd be fun to hit a car with a conker that's going at high speed. Debbie Delete has been back hmm. on Facebook. Um, won't surprise you tonight. And I really don't understand why this post has since been deleted. But do you want to hear it? Yeah. Anyone else still seeing hedgehogs as normally I put out food, but nothing touched last two nights. Seems early if they've gone to hibernate. Hmm. It's like she thinks there's some kind of hedgehog conspiracy. Maybe she thinks that the hedgehogs are going the same way as the bees. Yeah. I got got sent a very interesting video about bees. Mm Hmm. Um, that they they can't fly at night, full stop. So this video was them in a lab in like some Perspex um, box, buzzing around, <laughs> like buzzing around in their little Perspex box. Lights go off, they all drop to the floor. What, just fell to the floor? Fell to the floor, boom. What's the science behind that then? Well, I'll, I'll see if I can find it now, hold on. Oh, God. Well, you'd at least have that lined up. Well, no, you know? because you've you've just hit me with that. Um, you've just prompted me with your B talk. Okay. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Right, I'm watching it now. You can, I suppose, you can't hear it. Um, they can't fly at night. They are diurnal, meaning they can only f- can uh, only fly and yeah, pass yeah. along pollen diurnal. during the day. Yeah, diurnal. Um, but so, it doesn't explain why they can't fly at night. But, no, I'll, but post, I'll, I'll share yeah. that. I'll yeah, share it's that di- post. It's a di- diurnal. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Is that what it's you're like thinking? The pollen, the pollen is like a highway for them. Right. So it's a sort of GPS tracking thing, and it gets switched off if the sunlight doesn't reflect the pollination of the uh, seeds. See. So they just fall out the um, fall mm, out the fall sky. Off the highway. Yeah. 
So the people that were worried about the fireworks and the bees needn't have been worried about the bees and fireworks. Because they're not going to be out at night anyway. Not out at night, they're tucked up in their little bee beds. Um, did I tell you about removing a wasp's nest from my shed? Uh, I don't know if you did. Oh, you might have done, actually. You might have done. You might have done on this podcast. Can I? Give us a give us the highlights quickly. No, well, we had a wasp, big wasp nest inside our shed, and um, I'm googling how to call somebody in to remove it. Yeah, Sarah's sensible. Telling me to be a proper man about it and do it myself. Uh, that so, is not. That, I mean, that yeah. is, and I'm, I'm just going to pick Sarah up on this as someone who is a real feminist. I know that's toxic masculinity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, totally. She's a, con- a contradiction to herself. Um, I'm going to interrupt but, you at this point. We've got yeah. someone waiting to come in. I'm hoping it's Holly. Who else would it be? Yeah. Don't know. Right. Oh, it continued. is Holly. I'll let her in. Yeah, to be continued. Because it's a good story. Mm. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello, Holly. Hi. Hello, Holly. Hi, how are you? Yeah, very, very well. well. I'll, I'll let you know that we're recording already, so you're straight into the action. I hope you're OK with that. OK. Um, yep. Now, we've emailed and spoken briefly on the phone, Holly, uh, but you've not had the pleasure of meeting Lee yet, have you? So, Lee. No, not yet. Holly, Holly Lee. Welcome hello. To the podcast, Holly. You've heard his dulcet tones, of course. I have. <laughs> um, just, I don't want to push you on it too much, but did you have a favourite when you listened? Please say me. Please say me. <laughs> um, I mean, I couldn't possibly commit one way or another. I mean, you were both entertaining, <laughs> in, our own, in our own special way. <laughs> Neil, in your own special way. <laughs> Neil is a very needy person, and he <laughs> requires ego stroking on a regular basis well i mean i get that we all do sometimes yeah mm. i think lee's getting me confused with him um, but this is weird for us ollie because although we should interview you you're the you're the journalist um and we are essentially charlatans who have been accused of lazy journalism in the past funnily enough um by some of our listeners aggrieved listeners um so hoping this is going to be our redemption episode um let's forget the suspicious man episode though that brought us together for a moment holly and find out a little bit more about you um are you ready for some quick fire questions yep go for it how long have you been an investigative journalist for the bishop stortford independent um i've been a journalist for 30 years with a break in between for about 10 years. Um, you start, with... you four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I knew what I wanted to do from an early age. <laughs> I did my work experience as a journalist at the Cambridge Evening News. Um, and they just yeah. found, they basically found ways to send me off by myself so I wasn't in the office bothering people. I think that was 
Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, it was before the internet, of course, and they used to do this feature called on on this day or the on this day in history. So one day they just sent me to the Cambridge Library and said, find out things that happen tomorrow, like over time gone by over the last 300 years. So I just had to spend a day doing research in the in the library and then go back to them with my pearls of wisdom of what happened on that day 300 years ago. And they'd had a day yeah. without me. Yeah, but we, I mean, we used to do that on a weekly basis where we used to get sent down to the cellar to the archives to go through the papers. And um, it used to be a bit of a creepy experience because it was really, it was meant to be haunted down in our cellar. Um, and connected to tunnels all over Bishop Stortford, apparently. And yeah, so it was not, it was not nice if you got assigned that job. So you were down there really quickly going through the archives. <laughs> Have you ever seen a ghost down there? No. Did you ever no. feel there was a, a presence down there? No, I never felt, no, never felt scared there. Um, colleagues had seen somebody um, on the stairs. But I never saw anything. A woman, the ghost? A woman. Woman. What's the backstory? Don't know. Don't know. Just um, a female youngish standing at the top of the stairs that would just look down so the the office was on four floors and this was on the first floor connecting to our offices upstairs um and the figure used to be seen there you didn't think about sort of looking into it we were too busy <laughs> looking up what happened this day 100 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to say to this clanking guy, leave me alone, stop clanking your chains. I need to know what happened in the Bishop's Daughter Independent 10 years ago. Exactly. When you said exactly. quick fire questions, Neil, yeah. that was uh, four and a half minutes ago. Well, I didn't know that we were going to get into a haunting. I have a question. Go on. What kind of, how do you see yourself as a journalist? Um, are you are you like a Gail Weathers scream, <laughs> or or more of a Veronica or Veronica Corningstone? No, definitely a Gail Weathers, I think. <laughs> have you always been that way, or have you sort of morphed into the Gail Weathers role? Um. Yeah, I mean. It, it comes with the job in in local journalism, you know. That's that's how you have to be to get your stories, I guess. Um, is hold on, I'm I'm missing a cultural point. Is she the one? Is Gail Weathers the one from Scream? Cox, from Scream, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Okay, Cox. Yeah. 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 So Holly is like Courtney Cox. Okay. And Veronica Stone is Anchorman. Yes. Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it. Have you always been at Bishop Stilford Independent then? Uh, yes, I did a brief spell hospital radio when I was training. Um, and I did um, a brief spell for BBC CFAX before the days of internet. God, that must have um, been boring. Well, no, that was OK because you had to write it very short. Right. I'm very concise. Now, you're seeing it through the eyes of us now in 2023. Yeah. With all the technology we have. Back then, CFAX was cutting edge. 
It was. It was. I used to see from my nan's TV pressing refresh on the CFAX button to get the football scores. And there was nothing worse than the last minute winner because you've sat there for like two hours just pressing refresh. That's so true. That's so true. That was the the break. That's like the Sky News bar that comes up with breaking news. That was the equivalent. Hmm. My my mate used to know like every key CFAX page, you know, off by heart, you know, it's 301 this and then yeah. like he loved he loved CFAX. 501 was the football. Was it? Yeah. Was 301 the news? No. No, I, I can't, can't remember. remember. That was a horrible. No, one oh one. Wasn't one oh one the news? That would make more news. sense. There'll be lots of people yeah. listening. Uh, I say that actually, I think our demographic are pretty old, but there might be people listening that have no idea what CFAX oh is. It was basically like a news um thing on TV. Um like like the internet before the internet happened on TV and you used your TV remote control to to find um to find the stories. Um and talking of stories that you found or have found you, Holly, what were your thoughts when we got in touch with you? Has, has anything like this happened to you in your time as a journalist where people have sought you out um, and asked you to come on podcasts? No. No word. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a first. But quite, um, quite exciting. Uh, um, there's a bit of background noise in Lee. Lee, have you got a few family Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, I, I did tell my kids not to disturb me, and then my youngest just let the rat dog in, right. and then the rat dog made uh, sort of growling, vicious, like, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone noise when she tried to pick her up and take right. her out. <laughs> rat dog's not our dog, by the way, Holly. Just a dog okay. that we look after. And it really does look like a big sort of cross between a rat and a rabbit and a little mongrel french bulldog it's crazy wow that's uh, quite a mix yeah you know it's really mental but sorry i i missed all that what was yeah i was just asking holly if this kind of thing had happened before but also what her thoughts were when we when we got in touch with her hmm. well I was, de- I was delighted that you'd picked up on it it's a big it's a big news story for Stansted. this was yeah i reckon so the the same person that sent that message to me it actually sent me a message a few months ago of someone naked asleep at a bus stop in Stansted I don't know if that came across your your radar but it's obviously a couple of things happened there or thereabouts that are non-airport related um because we struggled to get hold of you for a while Holly we speculated whether or not the Bishop Stortford Independent had created you um because you've got such a perfect journalist name um Lee, I think you got sent a message by a listener, didn't you? Oh, you'll like this, Holly. This, this this adds to the speculation. Okay. What did yeah, the listener so, say? Um, let me just take it up because, um, yeah, he wrote, Holly Ryder, lots of people use this name or a version of this name in homage to the original Bond film, Dr. No, whose main female lead played was played by Ursula Andress, was also called Honey Rider. Sorry, yeah. I just read it as he wrote it. I should have helped him with his grammar, but yeah, I just wrote like good yeah. info with a thumbs up because I had nothing else to say about that. <laughs> um, what's your? Is that something? Is that familiar to you? 
We lost Sorry, you for a moment there, Holly. Yeah. Is it is that familiar to you, the Honey Rider? Holly Rider? It is. It is, yes. When I first got together with my uh husband, then boyfriend, that was a bit of a uh a joke at the time that the fact that I would become Holly Rider, aka Honey Rider. So who is <laughs> I've heard it for a while. <laughs> So it wasn't a million miles off the mark, although you do exist. I do exist. I am real. And it is my real name. He also wrote, there is a band called Honey Rider too. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I I love it how this has become the topic of conversation as opposed to the suspicious man. Well, let, I feel let's like Neil, Neil was going to come around to it, but yeah, I, I, we'll I, move on to I feel like I've hijacked it. I know he's uh, structured his questions perfectly to tee up this podcast the way it should be, but I'm going to interrupt and Go on, ask, I think I'll ask some questions. Go, Lee. What is the process, Holly? Are you with us? Yeah, go on. Sorry, say that yeah. again. What is the process for you when it comes to finding a story? Because we come across the suspicious man just through a village in crisis, Neil trawling through Facebook pages and concerned citizens of said village raising the awareness of the suspicious man who happened to be Asian, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are all sorts of ways we can we get stuff. It, it just depends. You know, we, we troll social media a bit like you would we have people phone in with stuff we get stuff from the police the fire service emergency services so we have all different um ways and means of of collating the news um but a bit like you i discovered this one on a social media thread Hmm. and then what is your process after discovering the story would you describe it this particular story is big enough for you to go to the area in question do you do any face-to-face do you email do you call anybody that's involved personally in the size yeah, of yeah. the asian man suspicious man. yeah <laughs> i um i made contact with the uh original witness and then had a discussion over the phone with her um how is she was she still agitated or had she moved on to something else on facebook like complaining about dog shit like (laughs) on the end of her driveway or something or or did she she seem fairly level-headed she was still quite um perturbed by what had happened couldn't let it go Um, we're losing holly didn't really want to Go into too much detail. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. She we went into plenty of detail on the Facebook page, though, didn't she? Yes, she did. Um, and she often referred sort of back to that. But when I pushed her a bit further, she didn't really want to get into too much detail. She was a bit, I don't know if she was a bit worried that she might see him again, or I don't know. Is Sometimes that... people write things on the on social media, and then when you actually speak to them about it face to face. They kind turns of out, it turns out to be fake. Yeah. Well, we, we've spoken about this on here that in my village that the 
podcast is based on. You have people absolutely going at each other on social media. But then Lee said if if they were queuing up in the chip shop and one was behind the other and they recognised each other from that thread on Facebook, neither of them would say anything, would they? You've got very few people that are as comfortable in person as they are on on social media. Oh, absolutely. And everyone likes to have their two pennies worth, don't they? They really do. Yeah. 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 I I did a little bit of research about this particular story. And I don't know if you because the man was described as being Asian looking. Right. And me and Neil discussed because there was one part of the story where it said he was up a tree. And I said, Asian people don't climb trees. (laughs) <laughs> and Neil was horrified by that. He called it almost a sort of form of casual racism, I think, or alluded to that's what it could have been. I'll stand by that. And I I decided that for balance and for fairness, I did backpedal a little bit. A little bit. I did say that maybe we'll take out India then because I reckon Indian people could climb trees. But I looked it up on Google. I just Googled mm. Asian man climbing a tree. Yeah. And about 10 pictures came up and they were all of the same thing two asian men trying to push a third asian man up a tree <laughs> <laughs> so i mean that's concrete evidence that you know they can't do it on their own so so what i'm saying is in this case he's either had help to get up the tree or he's not asian well, interestingly, I spoke to police this week just to try and get a little update. Ooh. And they said that there were two suspects. One was Asian and one was a white male. So oh. maybe that one helped the Asian one up the tree. Well, there you go. What do you say now, Neil? Taiwanese tree climber surprises herself at Asia Pacific event. She's a woman. An Asian woman. Yeah, a man, men. No, no, you said you don't think Asians climb trees. I didn't say Asians because I would have never have you. I said Asian men. <laughs> again, <laughs> Lee, again, Lee, you know, this is recorded. Yeah. And I don't want to embarrass you again. The... Asian well, women are I... more able, more apt to climb trees than Asian men. Okay. I think they're a bit taller. That's why. Cook Islander tops the world of coconut tree climbing. A Cook Islander has become the first ever world champion in the sport of coconut tree climbing. It's the Cook been, Islands it, aren't in Asia, mate. Asia Pacific. Uh, see, again, holes in your evidence all the way. <laughs> Holly, feel free to jump in and help me out here. This guy will... I mean, I'm speechless. I don't really know which. <laughs> what Neil will do is he'll throw these sort of things at you and hope something sticks. That's what he does. <laughs> World's best tree climbers go out on a limb at the Asia Pacific Tree Climbing Championship. How, it doesn't say how like how how did they get up there? They went out on a limb. They're climbing trees. Oh, interestingly, this seems to be a tree climbing championship for people that are professional. Um, is it arborists that that cut trees? So they've yeah. got all the equipment. So maybe that um, adds fuel to your argument hmm. oh, maybe maybe they're, they're the ones that have like the belt around them yeah and then they doof, doof, and then climb up and then they do in with the hooks again don't they yeah 
Holly, I'm sorry to draw you into Lee's ignorant world, but where do you stand on Asians climbing trees? Do you think Asian people climb trees? Yes. So do I. That's two. That, you're outvoted there, two to one, Lee. No, not having it. Maybe the suspect was just practicing. Perhaps. Um, <laughs> just learning his trade. But okay, did Holly? Uh, uh, did you have a theory on this particular story yourself about what was was this? Did you consider the man in question or men, one Asian, one Caucasian, let's say, um, dangerous, a problem, an issue? Certainly, I consider it odd behaviour. I don't think the two are connected. I think there's possibly two tree climbers out there. Mm. Um, well, well Lee, Lee's looking dubious at that because he obviously only believes one of them is, is a tree climber. It's a tree climber. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was probably, sorry to pour, you know. Cold water on the Cold flames. water. On that, yes, but probably somebody totally innocently out walking without their dog, which, as we yeah. all know, is suspicious. <laughs> Correct. That's exactly <laughs> what I said as well. Um, you, go, you go out walking on your own without any pet. Only thing more suspicious than going out for a walk without a dog is going for a walk with like a cat. You seen people walking cats on the leash? That is fucking weird. Um, Lee, you don't know this, but next week's bonus episode is an episode about a person walking their cat on a leash. <laughs> it is. It is. I've got it all teed up, ready for ready for next week. Someone sent it well, to know. me yesterday. <laughs> you know where I <laughs> you know where I stand on catwalkers. They fucking mental. No one walks a cat. So I'm well, an indoor cat, or you let it go out. That's it. Well, you'll you'll like next week's bonus episode then because it right. is a, another suspicious man walking a cat on a lead. Oh, I don't know what to say. Oh my lord! Yeah, <laughs> Holly, did you get the impression that the police were putting all their efforts into looking into this suspicious man, or do you think they get probably two or three hundred calls to one hundred and one a day of people? saying people are looking suspicious around their area i mean i think they gave it their attention for a couple of days they did a few extra patrols you know just sort of drove past the area a few more times than normal and then because there were no more reports i think that was it and what more can they do really i suppose if they don't catch the suspicious man in situ and no one else reports anything well exactly i mean as they said they got two similar stories of what people are doing as in hiding in the bushes yeah two completely different descriptions Hmm. so they can't link them and they're in different areas so whether somebody has seen the initial post and linked it to that yeah and then reported it 
I think what's happened is here we first go. Person, first here person, we go. Well, now that I've got a bit more, bit more meat on the bone, okay. I think that the first person was Caucasian right. and he was up a tree. And then, <laughs> then the Asian bloke read about this story right. on Facebook and he was a bit of a copycat and he couldn't get up a tree. So he was <laughs> the one caught in the bushes. <laughs> Because it looks like a tree, felt felt <laughs> close enough. It all it, it all comes together. <laughs> Backs up your argument perfectly. <laughs> that's all, that's all, I mean, that's all I've got. But that's what I think. That's what happened. Was there anything in the story that that really stood out to you? There, there was something that stood out to me when I was looking for. I'm just looking for it now. Um, Someone said about, hold on, this is a bit worrying. What with the increase in child trafficking? Has there <laughs> been an uptick in child trafficking in the Stansted Mountfitcher area that you know of or has been reported in the Bishop's Dorford Independent? I mean, not that I'm aware of. No, I don't. Um... I was going to ask Holly for her professional opinion and then her personal opinion. Oh, do you need to differentiate in your role as investigative journalist or are you allowed to um sure. we've lost, oh can you hear us when we lose you or yeah no. oh okay that's good no, no oh you can't okay do do you need can to differentiate you. can do you have to be holly the journalist and then holly the mum or can you be one and the same well, you've got to be, you can't really get drawn into one side or the other. You've got to be objective, haven't you? Um, yeah. Obviously, I have a, a view, but I don't let it influence the way I work or what I write. I would. <laughs> <laughs> as tempting as it is, as it may be. So I just tapping away, thinking, what a fucking dickhead. And, <laughs> 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 and then put, push out a nice balanced piece on the... Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't have published this story at all if I was a journalist. Oh yeah, why wouldn't not? Because the there's no credibility to it, unfortunately, because it did say there was an Asian person up a tree. Right. So on that basis. Yeah, but on that basis can... we'd never report cats stuck up a tree, would we? No, cats climb trees cats, though. Cats climb trees. Yeah, but they get stuck. <laughs> they did get stuck. That is true. They do. Um I like Wendy Watchout's comment as well. OMG, that's so scary. There's probably a few of them lurking around here. And she was right. A few of what? <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? You do if you don't say anything and something happened yeah. down the line, you'd be like, Oh god, I saw I think I saw yeah, that I person. See. It's it's one of the I think people feel the need to publicly say something sometimes just to get it out there yeah and i can understand that if they've if they've genuinely seen something there was someone in the episode i speculated that someone was just totally making something up to to join to join in um and they were talking about being at the park and seeing uh seeing a man taking photos of kids at the park um again i mean that's probably the most concerning 
thing in there. Yeah, here it is. I took my baby to the park and young girls told me an older man was taking pictures of them. I said, where is he? That isn't allowed. But they said he had gone. Not sure if it's the same man, but never know. One of the girls was called blank. There was a group of kids playing on the field around five-ish. Um, and then that was followed up by someone saying, thank you for posting. My son was one of the kids playing and didn't tell me. Um, so that led me to suggest that it hadn't happened and this person just wanted to chuck a incendiary post onto onto Facebook. Do you think there's yeah. a lot of people that do that just to, yeah. to join in? Because I think if something really alarms you, wouldn't you just call the police? Yeah. Rather than go put it on Facebook first? Well, I think we're talking like normal people here. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately for us, because <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this podcast, there are people out there that have to put everything that's happened or what they've seen or heard or listened to on Facebook. Otherwise, it's never happened. I guarantee exactly. that these are the sort of people that have a car crash and write, oh, fuck, just had a car crash. <laughs> and then call an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. Do you get frustrated by stories like this, Holly, that you you get to put out there, but then you don't get the conclusion? You know, you never find out. But then again, what is the conclusion here? An Asian man falls out of a tree and kills a passerby. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be one answer, wouldn't it? No, no, not really, because you very rarely get the conclusion to anything like that, really. Just another one for the cold case files. Yeah, one for the archives in a hundred years' time. <laughs> get it down there with the ghosts. Um, one question for you, Holly, from me, Lee. Just, just to clarify. Just to clarify. Um, no, I was going to ask how you must have had a because this, like you say, this hasn't finished yet. This story, this is still live or cold or dead. Um, I'd say it's alive because there is no conclusion. We've come to that. But has there have you ever had a story take a complete turn where it's gone in another direction than where it started from originally? I think Lee's just asked the best question he's ever asked, and Holly's <laughs> then froze. <laughs> <laughs> I got I heard the end of it, and then you just stopped. <laughs> Cliffhanger. That is a shame. All right, I'll ask it again. Yeah, it's been you... out a bit quicker this time, though, Lee. <laughs> Have you ever had a story take a completely unexpected turn? Not that I can think of. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Thank you for Sorry. That was a really boring answer. <laughs> Um, oh God, Neil, we're going to have to get a, a much more interesting investigative journalism. Holly, Holly. I know, I know. Holly, we we have... are talking the Bishop's Talking Independent here. I'm, I'm going to correct you. This story has taken a totally unexpected turn. You put this story in the Bishop's Talkford Independent, rubber stamped it, done, thought that was it. And then before you know it, two... Well, one ambitious podcaster and his not so trusty sidekick hunt you down, get in touch with you and ask you to come on a podcast. Now, that is a totally yeah. unexpected turn. It is. It is. Absolutely. Mm. So in future, yeah. if someone says, have you ever had an unexpected turn? You can say yes, actually. Um, a devilishly <laughs> handsome podcaster. 
and he's very reliable, <laughs> very organised, very hardworking, well thought out researching partner. Mm. Who are I'm now famous. Oh, oh, by the way, that guy, Neil, he's not presenting anymore. The producers <laughs> wanted somebody with a bit more panache to um, play off the handsome one. Holly, <laughs> and I, I don't mean to get you into our petty disputes here, but I'm going to. Yeah. Do you think yeah. Lee looks like Matt Damon? Please say no. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only, I mean, dramatic pause. There was no uncertainty. Uncertainty. Well, there. across, pause. across yeah. between Matt Damon and a dog shit. Who's who's the guy <laughs> in the Shawshank Redemption? Oh, Tim Robbins. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't, I'm not black. Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the freckles? <laughs> Oh, that's the grey hair. No, I'll take that. I mean, it's been, um, I'm 40. How old am I now? You're 43. Yeah. Well, that's really um, disappointing. Oh, you might be 44. No, 44 in January. Uh-huh. You reminded me now. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Somebody's birthday's coming up this weekend, though, isn't it? It, it is. is. It's in three days' time. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I'm not doing that's anything. Oh. oh is, it a, is it a big one? Uh, well, it's my 45th, so ish to a point. It's always nice yeah. to have the the fives and the noughts marked. I'm going to go down to London next week, actually, do a bit of sightseeing with the family. Oh, no one nice. that That's my little birthday treat. Um, Holly, you listened to the episode, um, The Suspicious Man. Did you like it? I loved it. Good. Will, you be, listening, it. will you be listening to other episodes or will you only listen to ones that you are part of i mean yeah i mean absolutely just the ones i'm part of <laughs> that's fair enough <laughs> so holly's going to be on every week from now on <laughs> tell you we'll anything for those extra <laughs> every little counts <laughs> like and share like and share um holly you said are you going to write an article or a feature on your appearance on a village in crisis podcast well, I think our feature might be stretching it a little bit. Oh, come on. <laughs> God, nobody, in nothing else, would you, you would just, what are you doing? Just be cool, man. We had a discussion about this before you came on, that Neil needs to chill out a bit. Like, but I have no chill. No, he has no chill. And that's why and Holly's on the me, podcast. And coming from me, <laughs> oof. Yeah, I will be. I will. I am writing something. I've I've written it already, actually. <laughs> and I'm going to add to you it. Didn't even wait to... <laughs> <laughs> to, to to go on the podcast. You knew what was going to happen. Um, and where then, can we uh, read it? Or where can our listeners read or or hear it? Or um, it'll be online. Yeah. Um, Bishop Stortford. Bishop Stortford Independent. Brilliant. Well, if you if you send me a link, Holly, when it's done, then I'll share it on our socials, and you might get yeah, sure. like four or five more clicks on it than you'd ordinarily get. I mean, that would be that would I'd be happy with that. All helps with the advertising revenue. It does. How much pressure are you under to 
get good clickbait? Yeah, quite a lot. Are you are you targeted on it? Yes, monthly targets to to reach. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. That you takes... get to know what it's inc- it's amazing what tops the top five of the most read. You, it's not the big necessarily stories that you would expect to see. It's it's the the road closures, the new shops opening. The stuff that affects people. Yeah. Asian man falls out trees. of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah. is interesting. Look at Neil's little mind working now, thinking yeah. about how I he can, uh, I am. I'm thinking of this S- SEO. Yeah. Thinking of nothing. SEO. Um, <laughs> and then before we let you go, Holly, because I appreciate you've got to go have your dinner, as have we. Um, what is the next big story what's the next big thing happening in bishop stortford maybe we could help um solve any crimes or crisis that are in the local area yeah well, i don't i don't know it's um i am i'm only part-time so i'll pick it up after the weekend see what's happened um there's a lot of crime at the moment not in stansted of course Boots is closed. Boots is is closing. That's big. I bet that's big news. Yeah. That's That's the sort of information that that would uh, drive my dad insane. Yeah. (laughs) He he had to test send some money to me uh, and get my IBAN number. I had to speak to the guy at the bank over the phone because my dad was uh, incapable. And he was doing all this because NatWest was closing down. Or was it Barclay? Whatever. One of them was closing down in Fakenham. So he had to, um, not, not like he's ever sent me any money anyway. But now he needs to know how to do it all of a sudden. That's a, that's a great, great story. Dave. Maybe you could put that in the Bishop's Store for the Independent, Holly. Yeah, I mean, I'll hold, I think I'll hold <laughs> the front page for that one. <laughs> See how many clicks you get on that. <laughs> Well, you just told me all the boring stories were the ones that got. <laughs> so you thought you'd come, you'd come in with an absolute humdinger. <laughs> <laughs> you should well, be you doing my job. Uh, Neil says he edits, but he never edits. Um, I've I've spent all day editing. I'm going back through previous yeah, episodes. Because you've never edited. Yeah, that, that is that's right. <laughs> Well, I edited the other week to put something into preview wrong. Hmm. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um, Holly, we'll let you go. So I've got little flies flying around me, which is a bit concerning at this time of year. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Don't That's be a stranger. Right. Let us know if you hear of any stories akin to Lee's dad not being able to transfer money. Um, also, yeah, if you see if any of your stories are based on juicy Facebook threads, please put them in our direction and we'll do a like a, um, a whole episode on it, a whole episode. But I was going to say a complimentary piece on it. So you've got your article, you've got your podcast. We'll come at it from two angles. You might be able to get other people in the region joining in, giving you more info, exciting things yeah. like that. 
How exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you for playing along. <laughs> we are going to make you the lowest lane of the Bishop's Stortford Independent. That's how oh, I yeah. see it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's exciting. Hmm? Do you years. see yourself, Lee, as Clark Kent? Um, yeah, go on. Why not? Okay, yeah. I'll be Superman. You got oh, the clock. <laughs> got it. <laughs> 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 okay let's wrap this up then and let holly go holly thank you so much for coming on um i'll just put a call to action to our listeners uh, if you've got any stories or big local news stories please get in touch on twitter at village in crisis what else are there um instagram village underscore in underscore crisis or on gmail villageincrisis at gmail.com and let us know all about it. Holly, is there anything you'd like to add before we end this groundbreaking episode of the Village in Crisis? <laughs> no, just thank you for letting me be a part of it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, I'll be sure to update you if a uh, suspicious man ever comes out of the bushes. <laughs> Ooh, do so. <laughs> Uh, thanks. So remember to send us that link as well. Yeah, we'll do. All right. Cheers. All right. Bye-bye. Thank Bye, you. Ollie. Good Bye. evening. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Well, we're still live. Lee, that was Holly Ryder. Indeed. Uh, I know what you're going to ask me. And yeah, I do think the uh, face worked well with the name. Oh, that's nice. Well, yeah. Holly, you'll be delighted to know that, won't you? You'll sleep well the day that you listen to this podcast and she also um thinks i look like matt damon so yeah justified i think holly had the perfect treated this podcast with exactly the disdain it needs to be treated with <laughs> i was gonna say a nice because <laughs> i was gonna say a nice mix of disdain and amusement yeah uh what's the word uh, frivolity. <laughs> that isn't a word. Yeah, so I is. don't know. Frivolity? Do you don't say frivolity? You oh, might. Frivolity. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. Ideal <laughs> guest, actually. Wasn't she? Uh, yeah, I mean, she was a good guest. I wouldn't say yeah. she's my my ideal guest, but who, who's your ideal guest? Oh, I don't know. Put me on the spot there. I'll let you know next week. Okay. Um, it looks like you've got Rat Dog trying to get back in. Um, so we're back to a normal village in crisis in the next episode, and then the next bonus episode after that is the cat being walked by a suspicious person. That is mind blowing. Um, <laughs> I've already got very strong opinions on that. Okay, well, I look forward to hearing your opinions afterwards. But yeah, like I say, back in the village for the next episode. Good. Right, Neil, I'll thank you and bid you adieu. Yeah, over and out. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Neil. Bye, Lee. Good night, John Boy. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week.
for more Village in Crisis. <laughs>